Hello, everybody. Welcome to Threepcast. Hello. Episode hello, hello. two. Hello. We have a very high success rate so far. We've made yes. it one episode so far, yeah. and we're in the middle of making a second one, mm -hmm. and we have not yeah. we've not died yet. Yep, that's right. Who knows? You might even get lucky and listen to a third one later on. Wow. That'd Stay, be tuned. Crazy. Stay tuned. Crazy. Uh, crazy. I'm Elliot. I'm Phil. And I'm joining Anton. us for episode two. Anton is here. Anton is here with us recording. The yes. man, the myth, the beard. It's Anton. It's it's Waluigi time. <laughs> never uh, Waluigi so, time. Anton, do you want to introduce yourself since this is your first time on the cast? Well, I'm Anton Ridgeway, also known as Bob and Threadbear. <laughs> Are you my mother? Yeah, he he's Bob and Threadbear I'm on Bob the, and Threadbear. on the on the, all the on the promo art. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that um, that actually I had forgotten that was an option in Secret of Monkey Island when you get hit using the cannonball. Yes. Or oh, cannon yeah. thing. You can Classic. say Bob and Threadbare. Loom. Mm. What a game. And isn't that the subject of tonight's episode? It is. Loom is the subject of tonight's uh three cast. We will be yes. covering the LucasArts masterpiece, a Brian Moriarty classic loom. But before we get to that, um, let's uh, let's just check in on everybody and see how everybody's week went. So, Phil, do you want to go first? Tell how your week went. Yeah. Um, oh, you know, it's summer, and Jealous. I've just been so lazy. It's it's wonderful. It's a great feeling. Um, I don't think I've expressed my deep passion for League of Legends yet, but I'm an avid oh, player of it. And that's basically what I've been doing. I get Welcome up, to League Cast. League Cast. I get up, play League, eat, play League, eat, play League, go to bed. So yeah, that's my life. Cool, cool. Uh, Anton, yeah. how how has your week been so far? I learned how to UV map a 3D mesh. Whoa. I have no idea what that means. I yeah, I know what that means, kinda. In Blender. Uh huh. I I cool. worked on that for a while made a fat ninja cool. and I also been working on our own adventure game <gasps> stay what? tuned stay tuned yeah we don't want to turn this into into a commercial cast mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> plug cast plug cast yep yeah not not <laughs> yet not no, yet not we, yet I mean we haven't even really announced it yet what we're working on well it's on the internet well, it's on the internet just nobody knows where it is no one right now. knows about our site because we haven't updated we have not it in been advertising two it. years or so. Yeah, we'll we'll get around to it. But yes, we are working on an, our own adventure game. <sighs> when it's a little more finished, this will turn into Plugcast, and we'll tell everyone to go play it. Yes, yes. It's gonna be glorious. It'll be glorious. Um, so yeah, my week has been uh fairly uneventful. I just finished Mocking Jay, the last book in the Hunger Games series. Oh, nice. So. There's feeling that. hungry? I'm feeling hungry. I had to go eat a sandwich after I finished reading it. Quality mm. jokes. Hungry games. <laughs> okay, now give us your review on the series. What, what is it worth reading? Because I'm sitting here with Game of Thrones sitting next to me, and I have not real. I've read the prologue, and I'm wanting to figure out if there's another book series I should be reading before getting wrapped up in Game of Thrones. I would say it's worth it. All three of them are quality books. Very well written, very well paced. Um, 
nice. Uh, I, one of the things I like about it is the fact that all three books are from a first-person perspective. Hmm. So everything is through your your inside Katniss's head the entire time, oh, which makes it really interesting in the third book for various reasons. Um, yeah, I, I I liked it. You just need to be warned going into it. It is a very it's a bummer ending. Oh. It's a, it's a very depressing last two or three chapters. Thanks wow. for spoiling it. Spoilers. Gosh. <laughs> we'll, we'll just edit, edit that part out. Yeah, we'll cut it. We'll spoiler we'll, cast. We'll, we'll bloop it out. Uh, so, are you guys Team Gale or Team Peta? I, oh gosh. I, I like Peta because he can go camouflage. Gale and disappear. is so like. How can one man be so beautiful? I mean, seriously. Yeah, that's true. I can't argue with that. If you if you watch okay, if you watch the first movie, I've not seen the second movie. I want to, but if you watch the first oh, movie, yeah. it's just like, oh my goodness, why? Phil missed the second movie. I oh yeah, that's right. He did. Try try coming home sometime. <laughs> yeah, let's not, it, it, we'll get into that later. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yes, we'll get um, we'll get to that later in the podcast. Late, yeah. So. Yeah. So. Um. That's so. that's that. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's so, talk about feedback. Yeah, let's let's talk about feedback. We want you guys to send us your feedback about this Feed- podcast and about the games that we discuss. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So what delicious feedback did we get for the secret? Well, of the first of all, let's play the feedback music because we got to have a feedback song for the, the feedback, feedback section song. of the Whoa. show. Oh yeah, you know it. And on this episode of Threepcast, we have no feedback. Yay! We got some Facebook feedback from fine friends on Facebook. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. I can. I mean, that's true. We didn't get any through the email, but we did get some on Facebook. Yeah. We can. We. It's just some general. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel. I feel. I feel like that's patting ourselves on the back if I read pat, that. Pat. Good, good really... job. Good job. Um. We could segue into the main topic by talking about our own personal feedback. Um, <laughs> overwhelming. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's probably. Okay, let's move on to talking about Loom. <laughs> yeah. So last last week, after we finished recording our Secret of Monkey Island episode, uh, both Anton and Phil simultaneously uh, raked me over the coals about my. Uh, <laughs> hey, my I only told my, you my, once. My Not my great. <laughs> it, it, yeah, was Phil's the one, it was me. Phil's the one who made it into a, a running joke. Um, basically, <laughs> nobody liked my uh, my uh, approach of dishing out fun facts by reading directly off of Wikipedia. <laughs> nobody thought that was a good idea, apparently. So anyway, I like the fun in an attempt, facts. I like the in fun an facts. attempt to alleviate the uh, boredom of me reading straight off of Wikipedia. Okay. Uh, this 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 week we're gonna play a little game. Uh, I'm still oh gonna boy. read off of Wikipedia, okay. but I'm yes. going to be on a time limit. Okay. And the, the the name of the game is see how many fun facts about Loom that Elliot can read off before the timer runs out. Yep. And what did we decide is my time limit? One minute. One minute. How about ninety seconds? Ninety. Okay, ninety seconds. I feel like is better. I can get through this this stuff in ninety seconds. Okay. 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 So this is the official segue into Loom. Now we're going to be talking about Loom for the rest of this cast. Okay. And I'm going to start off reading off some fun facts about. The making of and the development of and the reception to Loom. Okay, tell, tell me, me when right. to start. On you your mark. Start me off. 
Can we can we put in Mark Summers, the guy from Double Dare? Thanks. Oh yes, yes. On Let's your mark. That in. Get set. Go. Loom is a graphical adventure game originally released in 1990. The project was led by Brian Moriarty, a former Infocom employee and author of the classic text adventures Wishbringer, Trinity, and Beyond Zork. Loom is a departure from other LucasArts adventure games in many senses, because Loom is based on a serious and complex fantasy story. With its experimental interface, it eschewed the traditional paradigm of graphical adventures. Loom's gameplay centers around magical four-note tunes that the protagonist, Bob and Threadbare, can play on his distaff. Loom was also the first game to follow the LucasArts Game Design Philosophy, TM, which states that the player will never be killed or forced to restart the game. Originally, Loom was the first game in a trilogy. The two sequels planned were titled Forge and The Fold. However, Loom's original development team were now all working on other projects, and as Lucasfilms was a small game Lucasfilm Games was a small game company at the time, no one else could be found to do it, and so they were canceled. The game was reviewed in 1990 in Dragon number 159, in the role of computers column. The reviewers gave the game five out of five stars. Scorpio of Computer Gaming World approved of the game's graphics and gameplay, but said that as an adventure game, it is just too lightweight. She, started, she stated that the game was impossible to fail with very easy puzzles, but that the linear gameplay resulted in no freedom of movement. While praising the story, Scorpio wished that Lucasfilm would have given it an epic treatment instead of Loom's simplicity. Game rankings gave Loom a combined rating of 75% based on six professional reviews. The most repeated criticism of Loom is the short length of approximately two and a half hours of gameplay. Ding, ding, ding! Was that 90 seconds? That was 90 seconds. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I well did it. Well done. Well done. I did wow. it. Wow, so, that was you, pretty pretty exact. It was. It was beautiful. I, I cried a little. Man, you guys only had to put up with 90 seconds of Wikipedia this time. Yeah, woohoo. Instead of like, what was it, 10 minutes last Only bald time. people read Wikipedia. Wow, gosh. Gosh, shots fired. Okay. So I didn't realize that Brian Moriarty was from Infocom. Yeah, yeah, he used to work at Infocom. I want to uh, go hunt down his other games. Yeah, um for for those of you who aren't up on the adventure gaming scene, Infocom was the developer of older adventure games before they started adding pretty pictures to everything. Uh Zork's text? probably their most well known uh text adventure game. Mm -hmm. I think we'll we'll get to text adventure games originally or eventually, right? Uh, yes, I might. We'll, bow. We'll, it'll be a blast from the past. I might we bow should out for those. We, I we should text. at least do the first Zork. They're like. fu they're fun. No. You just have to have so much pencil and paper. No, and so much trial and error. I was I was a little uh, surprised when I got into Loom because I didn't really remember what the gameplay was like. I was I was surprised that I had to dig out a pen and paper to get through it. Oh yeah, I know. So yeah, that 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 gives us a nice segue into talking about Loom. So, um, does anybody want to go first? I will go first, jump into the icy waters of Loom, and say that I thought it was really... Okay, I don't know if just because I'm not playing enough of the right games these days, but it felt so much more atmospheric. Just, like... It, was, it felt so good that they had this entire world and, like, different things that happened in the world. Like, it... it it had its own rhyme and reason and, you know, guilds and mm. stuff. Like, there's the forgers and the shepherds mm -hmm. and all the glass makers. But they don't explicitly, like, you know, beat you over the head with the exposition. It just sort right. of, you figure it out as you go along. And maybe they would have done that in the sequels if they had come about. But, man, I just love the feel Loom has. Yeah, I kind of agree. I like the way that they don't explain 
they don't outright explain everything to you, and they just kind of let you figure it out from the context. It's like the entire first segment yeah, of the I, game. I, the tu- whole tutorial segment has no dialogue after the inciting incident at the first. Right. It's like you all all the figuring out how to learn spells and learning the first couple and then figuring out how to leave the leave the island is all done without any dialogue. Right. You you're just left to explore on your own. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean that that was also on my list of things I wanted to talk about. What you guys both brought up is how the game just kind of throws you into the middle of things. And it there's no formal exposition to explain, mm-hmm. oh, here are the rules of this fantasy universe. It, it it sort of lets you figure out everything by inference. And sort of the way the game is structured too, it's like this really quick overview of oh well here here's the guilt here are the weavers, here are the glassmakers, and it's just sort of like a uh, yeah. Kind of skirting over the top of what was probably a much more detailed uh, fantasy universe that we probably mm-hmm. would have gotten to explore more if if uh, they'd gotten to make the other two games. Yeah. What did you guys think of the puzzles? Because the puzzles are drastically different from every other LucasArts game. Mm-hmm. It's true. I kind of felt like a, there were a couple of them that were unfair. Now, when I say unfair, I mean they're just so difficult. It's like... I would not in a long time figure it out. Like, I know I tried to play. I tried to play these without like getting help from anyone or looking up guides or whatnot. But I honestly got stumped at one point, and I did not remember spoilers. So, for when you're trying to sneak into the glass tower, you have to cast the invisible spell on the tower. That well, no, you you cast it on the guards from the window. No, you're casting it on the tower. That's but the your hot point. Spot. You're pointing up at the guards though. But, okay, but you, you cast it... Okay, you cast it not on yourself <laughs> and you turn invisible. When you Only when you get up there. Like, how well, does that work? Well, it's because it's invisibility. It's, it's like you're affecting what the other person is seeing. So, like, okay. when the invisible shepherds cast the spell on you, it's like they're affecting your perception. See, here, here's... My complaint was, since he's in a city of glass, why not have, like, some nice mirror you can look at yourself and cast invisibility on yourself? See, I, I actually got stuck there, too. I tried to do that for about ten minutes is figure out how to cast <laughs> the invisibility on myself, and then I went outside, and I was like, oh, you can just point up at them from the ground and mm-hmm. then cast the spell that way. But, yeah, that was the only part of Loom I felt was a little unfair. Everything else felt really solid, puzzle-wise. I have to confess, I did uh, break down and go look at a guide at a couple of points, but that was only because I believed that I was stuck. Oh. The way the game, the game, the way the game is structured, there are several points where there's no turning back, and you can't go back to previous areas. Mm-hmm. So I got to points where I got stuck, and I thought, oh, I probably missed something important, and I don't, I didn't, I haven't been saving as I've been going along. So that was the only time I broke down and looked at a guide. What What do you think you missed? Um, it was. At the point when you're at the blacksmith city and you're supposed to swap places with the sleeping kid on the ah, hill. Yeah. And I I, uh, I was under the impression you couldn't... I, I sort of vaguely remembered you had to get the reflection from the cave. Um, but I, um, I, I, was, I thought that you couldn't get back to that area because there's a, par- a part in the cave where you like slide down a ramp and Fobbin says, I guess mm-hmm. I'm not going back that way. Yeah. So... Overall, though, yeah, it, it is a really easy short game. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I thought, on the whole, all the puzzles were pretty fair. <coughs> uh, well, on the whole, I'd say. 
One yeah. of the things I did like about it, sort of going back to the whole figuring out the game rules by inference, is the fact that some spells can be played backwards. Oh, sort yes. Sort of un undo the effect that you had the first yeah. time. And they never formally ex make it that explicit mm -hmm. to you. You sort of just figure that out as you go along. Yeah, and then right. it just kind of lets you play with that as you go through the game. Mm. <laughs> yeah, like, not, not spoiling anything, but the final boss sequence, if you can call it that. I I always really enjoy that little sequence just because it's so much fun to. Are you talking about when you have to go back and close all the doors? Oh no no no! At the at the end with the loom. Oh, at the loom. To, yeah yeah. When we're talking about playing spells backwards, like figuring out how to do that sequence is always I always enjoy that part. Yeah, that part was definitely cool. Um. Hey, did you guys play it on expert mode? I did. Anton, did you? Yes. So we're I all did. we're all experts at loom. Oh yeah, expert. loom experts. For, for those like, of you, like who... the, the only difference is the staff, right? Well, and you have to play it by ear too. Well, yeah, but I mean, they take away the note markings and also the divisions mm -hmm. on the staff. So basically, yeah. um, in loom, each each spell you cast is a, a four note musical tune, and basically they, when you start the game, it gives you three different uh, difficulty settings, and then if you go to expert, it takes away the divisions for where the notes change on your staff, and then it also takes away the, the letters. So you, everything, all the, all the spells you hear in the game, you have to figure it out by ear. Mm. Yeah. I really so. enjoyed that part. I thought that it was... <sighs> I don't know. It felt kind of <laughs> like artificially lengthening the game, but also I, I mm. just enjoyed it. Just having to, that kind of ear training is always fun for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, ear training. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I also, yeah. one, other, one other thing on my list of pros... About the game, the graphics still look great. I thought. Uh -huh. Oh yeah, like I really like the close-ups. The close-ups, although some of them good. are pretty creepy. Some of them, <laughs> it, it seemed like they they forgot to go back and update the 16 color art. Uh huh. It, but yeah, I mean, I was on noticing the, that for some of the backgrounds too. On the whole, though, like the game looked yeah. really good. Like even even for a game that's 14 years old, it still looks really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a really pretty game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can we just? Yeah. I th I feel like that's a good way to summarize Loom. Just it's a pretty game. Like it's not too dense. It's just. It's a good. It's a good afternoon game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like to sit down and play for a few hours and then be done with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's a lot like a Telltale episode because it's not a mm -hmm. high commitment game. You can just sit down and you can yeah. finish it in one sitting, even on the hardest mode. Like really, it's not. You're gonna finish it in a few hours probably. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So, do we talk about the uh, updated graphics version that we all played? Or Yeah, we all played the talky version, I think. Did yes. you, Anton? Mm -hmm. Yep. The, the voices. The voices yeah, are... Let's... I thought they were okay. I The first time I heard them, I was really irritated by them, but uh, honestly, I think that they were, they were okay. Yeah, okay, Elliot, Go... play it, please. Oh, I don't have it queued up anymore. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> Phil, sorry. Phil, why oh. don't you tell us what you thought of the voices? Okay, uh, basically... At several points in the game, uh, Bobbin, surprised, alarmed, getting carried off by various mystical creatures, will scream, as people are, are ought to do. However, the voice clip used by the game is so... I, I found it to be incredibly annoying. Uh, you well, it's the, same, <laughs> it's the same scream each time. Yes, yes, and it's like, it cuts off... Uh, just play it, just play it. Okay.
Except <laughs> it, it never gets that far. Whenever I played it, it never got that far. It, it like always it plays just the cut first off. two seconds and then cuts off. It would get cut off, and it was. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm done now. I'll stop. <laughs> it was so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I I when I first played this game, I played the 16 color version, and I was uh. I really was really impressed by the atmosphere in that, and I feel mm. like having just text kind of contributes to that a bit because it's uh, leaves it up to your imagination, and you have to fill in more of the gaps in your brain, and it gives it a little bit more. I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I think gravity. I know what you're saying. It's I mean, definitely you, f- you feel it more because you feel yeah. It's sort of a more uh, isolated experience, more I like think. like reading a... Yeah. Yeah, like reading a book. Yeah. It's yeah. A, as opposed to seeing a movie or... Right, yeah. That's a good analogy. Yeah. Um, so, in that sense, I like the original version maybe the best, but I think that the voices are not bad. Well, I've and that was... I've games with much worse voices. The 16-color version that had no voices uh, was the version we grew up with. Like, yeah. That was the, Anton, that was the version you got I for gotta your, be fair. your birthday, wasn't uh-huh. it? Uh-huh. For your uh-huh. for your tenth birthday, in in the big box. In the big box. Do we want to tell that story on this I podcast? It, um, okay. Well, tell tell on. Basically, I don't know the story. Okay, so basically, um, it was around 2002 when we first started getting into Lucas Arts games, mm-hmm. and I I really wanted to get the classic Lucas Arts Adventures box set, which had Maniac Mansion, Zack McCracken, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, Loom, and The Secret of Monkey Island. But my birthday had already passed at this point. And so basically I cajoled Anton into getting this game, or this set of games for his birthday. And then after mm-hmm. we got it, I, I tried to subtly abscond with it at every turn. <laughs> so I would like I would like steal a hint book from him and put it on my shelf and he'd have to steal it back. <laughs> what? I remember this, this yeah. was great. I, I was finally just like, well, you can have well, it. Well, and, and I, I did finally return it back. to you. I realized, uh-huh. I realized the error in my ways. <laughs> Wow. You're <laughs> such a jerk. I was a jerk. I was a jerk. Back then. Oh my I, I have another funny Loom-related story from growing up. Okay. There's this piece of footage on, on one of our old camera tapes. I think it was when we were filming Case of the Missing Nintendo games, and we had just finished the scene uh, for whatever we were doing that night. And in the background, Anton and Phil are playing Loom on the computer. And you can hear them arguing because Phil uh, skipped over the first cutscene. He wasn't really paying attention to what was going on. So you can hear Phil loudly saying, what's this story? And then you can hear Anton <laughs> saying, well, you have to watch this story to find out what the story is. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You're the best. So, well, it's, it's common sense. Common funny straight, funny, straight funny from stories from the Ridgeway archives. Wow. 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 Um, Wowzers. So the music. Do you guys want to talk about the music? For oh my goodness! Ah, the music. It's all it's all Tchaikovsky. Um, mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. used excerpts from Swan Lake, and I think that kind of uh, adds to the atmosphere that you were talking about, Anton. Mm-hmm. Definitely, it, it does give it a very kind of surreal, otherworldly yeah. kind of feel to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and comparing it to like Secret of Monkey Island, where you know the, all the th- tunes are very catchy, you know, mm-hmm. like very rhythmic right the fact that it's all excerpts from Tchaikovsky is just it, it has so much more weight it gives it a more of an does. epic fantasy feel yeah it definitely mm-hmm. 
Definitely. It's just... Uh, it's a cool fantasy game. It is a very cool game. Yeah. Very pretty. Very cool. Yeah. Very pretty, yeah. very cool. Yeah. Um, One final gripe that I have with Loom is the ending. <laughs> and I, I realize uh-huh. that it's it, it was intended to be the first <laughs> in a trilogy, but man, that, yeah. that ending is just such a... It kind of... Mm-hmm. It, it's like... It's in the same category as Monkey Island 2's ending, but not quite as annoying as Monkey Island 2's yeah. ending. Well, it's because Monkey Island 2 eventually gets resolved with the well, later ones. Well, that and you don't get nearly as invested in Loom yeah. as you do in Monkey Island 2 because you're only with That's Loom true. for two and a half hours. So when it ends and it's uh-huh. on a cliffhanger and you realize, oh, there's not any more, you're like, okay, uh-huh. I'm, I'm fine well, with that. Whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. I would sure. love to know where they're planning on taking Loom because, again, this is such a cool universe, and like, mm-hmm. uh, I would love to have more games from it. Well, funny you bring that up, because something oh, I did oh. want to talk about. I mentioned earlier in, in the uh, Wikipedia fun fact section that uh, mm-hmm. the intended uh, two games that were going to follow Loom were for- called Forge and The Fold. Uh-huh. So some fans of Loom have taken it upon themselves to make a <laughs> fan game. <laughs> Uh, of Loom to, and continue the story. So there's a website, uh, forge really? ga- forgegame.com, F-O-R-G-E-G-A-M-E.com. And this the basically sequel. the Loom sequel. Basically, they're they're trying to finish the story. Um, uh-huh. let me I see. was not aware of that. Yeah. Looks um, like they're I, still going. Yeah, I honestly don't know anything about this game. I, I just kind of looked it up. Oh, they've got a little progress meter for how far along they are. I'm trying to find some screenshots. Cause I, I literally know nothing about this game. I just I just kind of stumbled across it while I was doing research for Loom. Oh yeah, okay. So the screenshot Download it, Chapter One. They are they are def oh can you download it? Yes, you can download chapter one right now. Sweet. Oh. It's only one hundred and seventy one megabytes. This game follows Rusty, who has taken it upon himself to rescue his family and home. Yeah, so it looks like they're trying to model the graphics after the 256 color version of Loom and kind of go for that same like uh-huh. early 90s DOS yeah. quality with the graphics. I wonder, do you think they've contacted any of the actual people on the development team? To That's a kind good of question. Um, That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, it doesn't say anything on their FAQ if, if they got in contact with Brian Moriarty. But hmm. nonetheless, it's a uh, cool, cool-looking fan game. Yeah. Check it out. Um, we'll try to check we'll, it. Check it. We'll try to give uh, give some attention to some of the uh, the fan games that have cropped up from mm-hmm. out of LucasArts original LucasArts yeah, adventure I, games. I really want to play this now just to see how it's going. I had no idea. Huh. So, um, yeah, I think I pretty much covered everything on my uh, my list of stuff I wanted to talk about for Loom, or if I didn't, you guys uh, brought it up. So um, yeah. right now you can buy Loom on Steam for $5. Would you guys say it's worth the $5? Yes. Yes. It is worth the $5. Phil, what do you say? I would, s- I... I would say yes, it is worth the $5, but it's not one of those adventure games you're going to c- keep coming back to. It is, it mm-hmm. is, it's an experience, I think, every adventure gamer fan needs to do at some point, but right. I don't think... like It's worth $5, but not really worth much more. <laughs> wow, Phil. Yeah, what a glowing review. How are we going to rate this? I think, I, think I, could, I, think I, could, I think I could count on my fingers the number of times I've played through Loom. 
Yeah, that's true. I've only played the Taki mm-hmm. version twice, counting the playthrough for this uh, this podcast. Mm-hmm. The first uh-huh. time I, I played it, actually played the Taki version before this. Well, yeah, because before it got released on Steam, originally the Taki version yeah. was really hard to track down. Like, I remember I paid a ridiculous amount of money for it on eBay, and then we had to like <laughs> ship it in from Great Britain because it was like it was ridiculous. So it was Whoa. really hard to track down originally. So, but now you can get it on Steam for five dollars. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so Anton, on the last podcast, we decided that we're going to arbitrarily uh, do a rating system of 100%. Okay. So on a scale of 100%, what would you rate Loom? Hmm. I'm going to give it a solid 79 out of 100 drafts. Hmm. Yeah. That must not be the right draft. (laughs) It might help to point at something first. Oh my goodness, no. Yeah. That, okay, that, voice that, get, that, dro- that voice I'm did I'm dropping get my <laughs> score now to like <laughs> 75. That's just, that's just for the talkie. Just, just, for for the, the talkie. Just, for, just for the screaming and Bobbin's incessant <laughs> nagging at me to point at something when I just wanted to shoot spells into the air. Yeah, well, it kind of the voice has kind of had the quality of like a fantasy radio play where all of the actors yeah. are trying way too hard to sound yeah, fantasy. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Like they're they're way too into it, but that was I enjoyed that I enjoyed that. Really? It just I I feel like I, I, seventy five I'm gonna give it because <laughs> it kind of reminded me. It's really me. good, but again, it's so short and the puzzles right. are kind of one trick ponies a little. Yeah, I but feel it, it like it definitely if, made a big impression on me growing up. I'm gonna say because it has such a strong atmosphere to it. Hmm. I, I I thought it was really cool. Even though it yes. is kind of not as good as other adventure games. It is One very would, surreal, for sure. It, is, it has a great feel to it. One thing I did want to bring up before we got away from reviewing entirely. Sorry, I totally slipped my mind. Um, the review that you're doing on Wikipedia said that it followed the spirit of LucasArts where you can't get stuck. I would argue that this is one of those LucasArts games where it's so easy to get stuck. Because well, I remember on a previous playthrough, I like saved it, turned it off for a couple of days, and went back to it, and I was stuck trying. T- I couldn't remember the heel thing. Like well, you that's have your fault well. for not writing it down. <laughs> well, yeah, but I'm all I'm saying is you can get stuck. Oh, okay, but that's only because it doesn't manage your inventory for you. You have to manage your own well, inventory right. <laughs> in, in reality. I know. I'm I'm saying I, I kind of like that. Maybe. Mm. I, I wonder know. if it is actually. I mean. As, Aside from forgetting to write spells down, I wonder if it is actually possible to get stuck to where you could miss a cue, like if you if you just weren't paying attention, and you didn't like pick up a, a spell where you were supposed to, or something like that. Mm. I th- well, think you can play spells without having heard them. Maybe. Yeah, I think I tried that because I thought that I got stuck, like when you have to switch bodies with the kid. Like I thought yeah. that I couldn't get back into the cave. Oh, here's another pet peeve of mine with Loom. Well, not really a pet peeve because I've only played. <laughs> We're so close the... to being done with reviewing it. <laughs> well, yeah, but I, trying to go back, like this was just a purely technical issue that they could have fixed easily. But the hot spots on the screen to go back into some doorways were so small. Like I literally had oh, to click yeah. around on the screen trying to find the right area to click to make Bobbin walk backwards through a doorway for like a minute at some places. Like on the spiral ca- staircase screen to go back in the cave, like it took me yes. a, it took me a whole minute to find the right spot on the screen to click on to make him go back in the cave. It was kind of ridiculous. 
that that entire cave system just kind of yeah, it is very difficult to click around. Yeah. Anyway, I'm still gonna stand by my 75. It is a good game, but it does have some bigger problems than other adventure games. I will go with an arbitrary 73. And I I'll feel like roll. one of these days we need to play actually bad adventure games just so we can give bad reviews. <laughs> well, <laughs> we we are. I do. Out. I do want to get to King's Quest Five on one of these. Let's okay. Play Sam and Max okay. Telltale. <laughs> hey. Bone. Let's not. Let's not go there. Let's not go Bone. there. Telltale Texas Hold'em count as an adventure game? Please say it does. Um, I, I, I want to hang out with Ted. I want to hang out with Ted, Ted so much. Ted Theodore Dudebrow. L A M lame. You can't even spell lame, we'll, right? We'll, lame. Oh, I know. We'll, we'll play Discworld. That'll fix. Oh my it. goodness! Yeah, we're gonna have to. So this is probably <laughs> okay. a good point in the uh, cast okay. to just discuss what which game we're gonna play next week. Now you're gonna be gone next week, aren't well, you? Well, only for the weekend. I'm gonna be out of town for the weekend. I'll have time to pick up another game in the okay. during the week. My vote so, would be for Monkey cast. Island too, because I want to get back on track going forward with Lucas Arts games and go in order through the through the rest mm. of the LucasArts library. That, that would be a good excuse for me to buy the buy the special edition. Right. See, oh, but uh, I, I like... Um, Monkey Island 2 is such it's a, a good long, game. It's a long game, though. I it's don't know it's a I... long game. It's such a good game. I'm not sure we want to do it for our third episode. Mm. Like, wow. Wow, Phil. Well, it's such a good we'll, game. We'll play Maniac Mansion without, without <sighs> looking up guides. No, no please, please no. <laughs> I don't we'll want to go take, through Maniac take, Mansion without a take guide. three characters and do your... Do your best. Well, technically, Not you can just die. get the ending where everyone dies. That's an ending. That's a valid ending. Result. True. Everyone gets. I guess you can't get everyone. I mean, in the Stanley anymore. Parable way of thinking of things, that is a valid ending to the game. Yeah. Yeah. Can we review Stanley Parable at some point? That's not an idea. Should we? We should skip randomly to a, a modern adventure game like Portal or Stanley Parable. <laughs> just, just keep skipping around. Yeah, let's just jump all over the place. Well, Next stop everywhere. What we dun, need dun, is we need dun, to make a list dun, of adventure games and spin the big random wheel of adventure games. Well, oh. if, if people... Actually, okay, we did get one piece of feedback from somebody asking us to do a full throttle episode. Whoa. So if we want to be, be a crowd-pleasing Whoa. podcast, we should do full throttle next. Oh, let's mm. say... Let's, I, I want to save the really good LucasArts for when we get... Like, I feel like we... I, I feel like we should... Move roughly chronologically. Yeah, yeah. Like that would be so chronologically against the entire landscape of adventure games, or or just through the mm. LucasArts library. Well, as far as the entire landscape, we've just jumped in in the middle. Yeah, right. That's I guess so. LucasArts wise, I guess. Yeah, that's my vote is to move, and I mean that is kind of a bummer because really the LucasArts library is the the cream of the crop as far as adventure uh -huh. games go. So it is a little bit of a bummer that we're, we and we can get over to some weird ones like Infocom. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah I mean find that one at the island and the pirate guy who kills you. Oh yeah, mouse. I remember that what one. That they that game scared me so much as a kid. <laughs> like, I, I don't even remember what it was called. I don't though. either, but it was it was this text game where you're a pirate. And then if, if you, you can randomly go into this hotel room, and then this guy will like stab you, and is uh, it called Plundered Hearts? It might have been. I, and I just remember that that freaked me no. out so much as a kid that I, I like shut the computer off and ran out of the room. 
Let's just can we for Halloween? Can we do an episode on spooky adventure first, games? We should do Phantasmagoria for for Halloween. <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay, let's let's I, get back on I track. I was gonna say Captain Bible, but you know, we, yeah, we need to do a Captain Bible episode for sure. Okay, let's let's get back on track. Do we want to do Monkey Island two? My though? vote is for Monkey Island two. Okay. Yeah, I, th- I think that's kind of no one else has better ideas. And so. for uh, for the person who gave us a little bit of feedback earlier this week, we will uh, get to full throttle eventually if we keep moving through LucasArts chronologically, which is is really my preference. Okay, so now you got to tell how do we get this game? Ah, so we, we already told Mon- Monkey Island Two. That is. Uh... Monkey Island Two is another easy one because it is also currently available on Steam. Uh, it is the special edition of Monkey Island, which we're not really going to be covering. We're going to be covering the original 1991 version of Monkey Island 2. Um, let me see. It is $10 on Steam to get Monkey Island 2. And the great thing what about is- these uh, special editions, I think I mentioned this on the last episode, but you can switch back and forth with just one button between the updated HD version of Monkey Island and the original pixely version from 1991, and you can play the original totally as is with nothing changed actually i think I they, they maybe s- i think they did change a couple lines of text but that's kind of a nitpicky thing mm-hmm. like they, i thought you were going to say dominic armada's handsome voice well and Guybrush. yes if you if you really one of the one of the brilliant things they did for the monkey island 2 special edition is they made it so you could leave the new voice acting on when you switch back to the classic version because in in uh, the Secret of Monkey Island Special Edition, you couldn't turn on the voices in the original, so you just had to listen mm-hmm. to the text if you wanted to play the original version. But you can keep the voices on the classic version, which is like my favorite thing ever. And the, my other favorite feature of the Monkey Island 2 Special Edition is the commentary track from Ron Gilbert, Tim Schafer, and Dave Grossman, which is like the most wonderful commentary track ever. <laughs> um, so yeah, Monkey Island 2 is on Steam. You can also, I think you can buy a physical discs if you're if you're into that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's on Steam for ten dollars. And sweet Loom, Loom, I have reservations about recommending to people, but Monkey Island Two is pretty much a no-brainer. Oh yeah, everybody needs I mean, to play mo- this game. With the with the one like caveat of Escape, Monkey Island is one of my favorite. Like, if it's a Monkey Island game, you can't go wrong. I feel basically. like. This is the second time you've brought up Escape from Monkey Island and you've had kind of a negative tone in your voice. So I feel like when we get to the Escape from Monkey Island episode, it's going to be really <laughs> Every interesting. Episode. Fire and brimstone will rain down on that podcast. From your because... from your computer. I had... Yes. Oh, my goodness. I think it's a good game. All right, I'm going to slap you. Escape Sorry. from Monkey Island did nothing wrong. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Shots fired. I love okay, this picture of Tim Schafer you sent me, Anton. It's yes. a, it is a picture of... Uh, what's his face? Jimmy Kimmel, and in the background in the audience, you can see Tim Schafer sitting there smiling. And then the row right behind him, there's 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 a, there's a guy rolling his eyes and also smiling. Yes. So it's basically the goofiest picture ever. Yes. We should have podcast notes for this episode, and in the notes, it just has a link to that picture of Tim Schafer. Uh huh. That's that's the notes. Notes on this mm-hmm. episode. We should also direct people to where you can buy Swan Lake. Yes. So. Yes. Basically, the, basically, the basically, they hired experience. Tchaikovsky to write the soundtrack for Loom, and he decided mm-hmm. to call it Swan Lake. Yes. And then he went back in time and and decided he was going to release it on his own and get more credit. Mm. Wow. That's that's wild. the way to do it. 
That's that's true. Write video game soundtracks and then take them back in time. Okay. So people think it's classical music. What are, what are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think it's time to wrap it, up. It's uh, become delirious. Buy cast. Monkey Island 2. Play yeah. the whole thing in a week. Life is good. Do, do we have a game Bar- for our avid listeners? This yeah, week? Monkey Island 2. That's what we've been talking about. For no, no, no. Time. I mean like a little podcast like oh. submission email. Whatnot. Yeah, here's the game. Uh, play Monkey Island 2. Send in your feedback to podcast at ridgewayfilms.com because yeah. we'd love to hear from you. And Send us your your pirate name. And you can always contact us on the Ridgeway Films Facebook page or Twitter. Yeah, send us stuff. send us your uh, your your pirate uh, spitting Arr. contest handle. What, what's uh, your handle, bro? What's your handle, what? bro? I'm Speedy Magoo. <laughs> um, I think I would call myself Sergeant Hawkins. Just saying. Oh, that's a good one. That's, that's a good Stephen one. Hawkins. <laughs> Stephen Hawkins. Stephen Hawkins. Oh, uh, that's even better. Yeah, I, I'm uh, I, I'm not feeling too uh, inspired right now to come up with my own handle. Oh, but it, okay. If I come up if I come up with one, platoon? we have to go by our handles on the next episode. <laughs> okay. Um. What was yours, Anton? Spitty oh. Magoo. Spitty Magoo. <laughs> yeah. Bill, you took the best one. Yeah. <laughs> Hawkins, man. I, I don't think I can top that. Well, you can. I'll co- just you I'll can... just go. I'll just go with the uh, kind of rapper atmosphere. Just okay. go with the one word okay. name and go with Splooge. Splooge. It's, it's the Splooge. The artist. The artist formerly known as Splooge. The rapping pirate. The rapping pirate. That'll be my handle. Okay. Hey, you know, man. Oh my goodness, we get to talk about Captain Dread. Okay, let's. Yeah, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Can we just have one podcast just for Captain Dread and then have Please. another one for the rest? Of the Dreadcast. Dreadcast. You can just talk Dreadcast. about Captain. Oh Dread. my goodness, I'm gonna use a Jamaican voice next. Podcast. Yeah, we should just all talk in Jamaican voice. Hey, separate... you know, man, Monkey Island Two. It be a crispy game, yo. Crispy we'll just, to we'll the maximum. A, we'll just re-record every episode like in parallel as we release them, except we do say the same things in a Jamaican accent. Yeah, you know, man. For all of our Jamaican listeners. If you live okay. in Jamaica, please send us your feedback. Podcast at RidgewayFilms.com. Don't, don't hate. Don't hate. Relate. relate. Pulls rate and subscribe. And right. Yeah, we're on iTunes that's, that's now. We're we? on iTunes now. That's, thank you. Yeah, we, we were officially added to iTunes. They finally got all the information transferred over so you can see our, our pretty little icon. <gasps> can you see the pretty icon? You can see the pretty icon now. That was not there for several days. And now it's there. So we are we are now on iTunes. I'm gonna see if we can get added to Stitcher pretty soon. Um, yeah, we're 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 moving up in the we're world. Moving up. Our podcast is. I'm actually surprised that it went through so quickly on iTunes, because when I originally mm-hmm. sent them the RSS feed, uh, our website pulled in a lot of junk MP3s. So our our originally our feed looked super sketchy when it went to iTunes, but they still accepted it anyway. Nice. So cool. there you go. I'm sorry. The term RSS feed has been ruined for me by Man, by of, Man Steel. of Steel. <laughs> it's on all the RSS feeds too. The network has an internet. The network has an internet. We're hiding should... it behind a router. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh. We need to have an entire separate podcast just to rant about uh, bad movies, bad technical. Dumb super. Can we just have a podcast to rant about superhero movies these days? <laughs> like, well. <sighs> 
It's so bad. So bad. If you have information and feedback about superhero movies, be sure to send it to us. We will read it. We did will you, read anything. Did you guys go put see all Spider-Man the Spider-Man notes? No, I haven't. Oh. Yeah, don't. Don't. That's, that's what I heard, and, and as oh. such, I have not seen it. That's pretty. That, that hurts. Yeah. Gets me right here. Well, when Captain America 2 came out, everyone I talked to was like, you definitely need to see it. This is a great film. And I was like, okay, I'll put it on the list. Two weeks later, everyone's like, no, it was actually pretty bad. You should never see this movie. Just wait for DVD. I'm like, what What do you people want? <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, the well, Lego what do you movie. want from me? There is a little bit of a euphoria when a new movie comes out where everybody wants to like it really badly, and then it wears off. And then everybody's sort of like, yeah, it wasn't that great. Uh-huh. Yeah. Guardians so- of the Galaxy is not even at the euphoria I, so I, I can't imagine what's going to happen to it after it. I, I liked the new trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy. I was, was not less, about Guardians less, of the Galaxy when the bad. first trailer came out, and now I'm more about it now that the second one has yeah. come out. I'm okay with Groot. We've gone so far off track. If only there were a Guardians of the Galaxy adventure game, we would become topical again. That's true. I wonder if there are uh, superhero adventure games. There's a Doctor Who adventure game. We need to cover that at some point. That's true. Yes. Doctor Who. I, I okay Can we please do uh, <coughs> pro, pro ABC murders, right, Anton? Oh, that was a great game. I would play that just to review it. <laughs> I, I don't know if I could get through it, but I could try to play it. <laughs> what are you talking about? Math puzzles are best. It hurts so bad. I tried to play it, and I couldn't even do the first puzzle. Okay. Uh, we should probably wrap this up. Okay. Should, yeah. Okay. So yeah. it's been fun. Uh, yes. Two episodes <laughs> down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A million to go. We're getting through them. Yeah. When, when we get to podcast a million and one, we're going to have to retract that statement. Mm. Yeah. Oh. That is true. Or would the, no, that would be a million three or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, thank you for listening to all our ramblings and and the, set, and our discussion rambles. on Loom. Uh, next week's Monkey Island 2. Um, yeah. yeah. Please, please rate. Let us know how we did. Please send your feedback. Thank you, thank you to those of you who have sent feedback so far. It is it is appreciated. And thank you for those who listened to this far. And yeah, you you are you are real troopers. Well, I salute you. Honestly, tuned. most podcasts I listen to I listen to while I'm driving. So uh-huh. when people go You're off kind on of forced to listen to, well, then? not not so much that, but when people go off on random rabbit trails about stuff, it's it's actually kind of fun because <laughs> it feels like hanging out, hanging out with some guys just kind of shooting the breeze. Can can we end this podcast with hanging out with the family? Oh yeah, it's let's let's have party. that be the closing. Let's have that be the closing tune. So okay, you just okay. you you've just been hanging out with the Ridgeways. Oh, should it be should it be the original from Birdemic or should it be the uh, the uh, live version from Iguanas? It should be the original. Gosh. Should be the live version. Jeff's gonna be cheesed when he hears that. Do the live version. Live version. Yeah, it's better. The live version. <laughs> okay. I'm alive. All right, so you've right. been hanging That's... out with the Ridgeways on our Ooh. totally, totally on track second episode. Totally topical, all about Loom. <laughs> Not about it's superhero all about movies. Loom. We were all true bee weavers, and now we are swans, beautiful swans flying now, off into that, the sunset. That oh, ending. That oh. ending. Can, can hey guys, help me name this episode. What are we gonna name it? Um, the Loom Kaboom. <laughs> uh, yeah. What is the first one called? Uh, rubber rubber chicken. Ah, uh, 
Hmm. But see, this this obviously we can't open podcast. We'll call it A A C B C. We'll call it Are You My Mother? Point at something first. Point at something. (laughs) Call it Ah. (laughs) No, that was I was trying to figure out how to work that into the title, but I couldn't. Point at point at something first. It won't help to point at something. How about ask me about Loom? Okay. Okay. I I like that. Yeah. Because we're all about every every episode title should come from Secret of Monkey Island. (laughs) It should. Yes. Hey, that's from Curse of Monkey Island. No. That's from no. Secret. That's definitely so. Secret. No, 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 Curse Monkey Island, the guy in the Loom <gasps> is guy. Is that the same guy? <laughs> it is. No, you're thinking of you're thinking of the guy in the restaurant who has the button that says yeah. about Grim Fandango. Oh, oh. yes, I am. Sure. So when we get to I Grim my... Fandango, that episode needs to be called Ask Me About Grim Fandango. And yes. then when we talk about how how do I buy this game, we'll just be like, <laughs> We will laugh oh in your goodness. face and, and tell you to it... shell out $100 on eBay. And then in our podcast notes, we'll have a link to a secret download. <laughs> we have gotten secret so... torrents. <laughs> oh, hey! So for each for each episode of uh, of Lucas Arts that we do, where the game is out of print, we should have a segment on the show where we call the Lucas Arts helpline and call yes. them and ask them where to buy the game. Do they have a helpline? I think we'd have to call Disney. Well, no. Oh, I mean that'd be the joke because Lucas Arts is closed now, but their website yeah. is still up. So I mean that'd be the joke is the, no one would pick up. Oh, they still have a careers page on their website. That that's a laugh. Wow. Let's see. I let's see. If you want to go work at Lucas Arts, here's what you need to know. No results matching your criteria. So there you wow. go. Well, there you have it. Lucas Arts has a bright shining future. Rip Lucas Arts. Oh my goodness, we've this has been rambling on so. Hey, long. we are back on Lucas Arts now instead of super. Oh, it's all connected. It's all connected. Hang on. I, I'm gonna walk you through this. <laughs> Comic book movies, Marvel, Disney owns Lucas Arts. Whoa! And Marvel. Whoa! Disney, and Disney, your mind. Disney. It was all connected. All Disney roads, is the missing link. All roads lead to Disney. Disney owns this podcast. Lucas Arts does still have a technical support hotline <gasps> on their website, so we should totally call them when we get to the first yes. Lucas Arts game that's out of print. And you can't get it anymore. Okay. We'll just make it a segment of the show, call, calling Lucas Arts. Yes. All right. So you guys have a lot to look forward to now. Wow. Um, wow. And we managed Ta-da. we managed to artificially stretch this podcast out to an hour, even though we've we've only been talking about Loom for half an hour. So uh-huh. longest longest wind down ever. We'll try to do better next time. Well, wow. Um. But we cut down on the Wikipedia though, so that's an improvement. That's true. Yes, very less very Wikipedia, true. less constructive discussion, more rambles about Marvel movies. Equals yes. better podcast. Oh. Equals better podcast. It's a recipe for yum. If you have any feedback <laughs> on how excited you are for the Ant Man movie, please send it to us. <laughs> I am excited for Ant Man. How many well, days, Anton? Anton? Oh, let me, let me, let, I'll count it up for you. Anton's got a <laughs> countdown timer to Ant Man. <laughs> it's the countdown to Ant Man. This is this is just too great. We we've gone into Antcast. Welcome to Antcast. It is four hundred and twenty-one days. Nice. There you have it. We're almost One there. One month, twenty-five days. We're almost Perfect. there, guys. All right, stay strong until Ant Man comes out. <laughs> and stay strong. Play Monkey Island two. Uh, send us your feedback about it. Um. Listen to the next episode. Don't give up yet. Right. Yep. We're getting there. We're getting there. Okay. 
So this is Phil. This is Elliot. This is also Anton. Thank you for listening. This has been Threepcast. You you've been hanging out with the Ridgeways. Yeah. Wow. Bye. Hanging out. Keep Bye. on adventuring. Phil, stop saying that. No. Keep on adventuring. <laughs>